Every Thursday, Andy Griffin sits down and hashes it out with the mayors of Southern Utah. What's going on in your town? Find out now. It's Mayor Thursday on News Radio 94.9, 890 KDXU. Good morning to you, Andy Griffin, live from uh, Hash House of Go-Go. I'm joined today by Washington City Mayor Kenny Nielsen. Kenny, great to have you here. Thanks for coming. And it's good to be here again with you. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate the time to spend with you. Yeah, lo- love coming to Hash House every yeah, Thursday. Appreciate Tyler. you do. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Hunsaker uh, has uh, graciously agreed to host this program. No money exchange or anything. Just just here having a good time, enjoying uh, Hash House of Go-Go. Uh, Mayor Pike's been on the last couple of times. We did have a, I was on vacation in there, but, uh, so it's been a few weeks since we've seen Ken Nielsen, but, uh, maybe six weeks or something since you've been in here. I think so. It's been a while. Well, I appreciate you coming in. It seems like this issue with the main street and the the, uh, freeway exchange just won't go Go away, away. will it? I mean, well, you know, I, I, I don't even know what more I can reiterate or talk about on that. Uh, the city council approved a certain design standard and a certain design uh, for Main Street. We're moving forward with it. It uh, will, you know, the part of that will be the underground infrastructure. We'll also look to see if we have to move or change or increase the diameter of some of the sewer lines, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, water lines. And uh, the intention is to... Uh, grade that down and, and kind of make it into a small V to the center, put uh, bike lanes on the on the sides so people can go up and down Main Street on a bike, curb gutter and sidewalk, uh, medians in the middle, additional parking. So I, personally, I think it will be nice. The architectural design looks good. I, I know it comes with consternation. I do. I, I yeah. totally get it. And I understand that. But... There's no but. It's growth. That's what's that's what's uh, driving a lot of this. And if you've lived in Washington or the surrounding area for a few years, duh, you know there's a lot of growth going on. And, and like I said before, Washington is growing thousand to fifteen hundred people a year. Wow. Think about that. Okay, that's uh, a lot of taxing on your infrastructure, and it's great. Look at all these wonderful people that are coming in and making changes in their lives, wanting to start something new, wanting to start their own traditions. I think that's fantastic. You know, we have lived there for quite a while. We have our traditions. We have we just celebrated one uh, the 24th of July. I didn't think it was going to come to fruition this year, but you know what? That's the, uh, the character of Washington City residents. We had a group get together. They put it together. We, we had the Lions Club do the breakfast. We had... The LDS Church put in the booths, and and we had a parade, and we had our fireworks program at night. It was fantastic, and it was fun to watch people come together and put that together. Yeah, you know what? And uh, it's it's weird. It's undergone some transition. It used to be the LDS Church put the whole celebration on, and and uh, that's transitioned into more. They had a committee for a while doing it, but yeah, it's great that it all came together. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't go this year for the first time in probably 20 years. I didn't go because we uh, took a family vacation out to San Diego on the 24th. So. Well, you know, I will forgive you, Andy. Okay, I, I appreciate that. that. That's, I figure uh, I do 20 in a row. I can take one. Absolutely. Right? Our family traditionally had made uh, what we call pronto pups, 
it's a, a recipe. Uh, those in the uh, world that are going pronto pop. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Today is called a corn dog. Oh, okay. Okay, it's it's a hand battered mix that my grandmother uh, put together with some of the ladies in Washington City, and and it, it, it was it's the old version of the food trucks today. Okay, right. it was an old chuck wagon is what we called it, huh. and they um, and she just put that together, and her and some ladies, and we've uh, we used to we're selling that as a family with some old fashioned drinks, uh, and we took a year off too. So, oh. I don't know if we'll do it every year, but maybe every other year. Can I do a shout-out? Sure. Are you sure? Is that all right? Absolutely. Do I have the mayoral privilege to do that? Absolutely. Okay, yesterday, it was, yesterday it was Wednesday, my granddaughter, who's five, well, she'll tell me she's five and a half. Okay, her name is Olivia, cute little blonde girl. Okay. All right. She had her tonsils out. Oh. And her, some adenoids. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Also. So, I just want to say, Olivia... Uh, Grandpa will come shortly and give you some popsicles or some froyo. So uh, no pro, pro what do they pops? Something pops? Um, protho pops? No, not oh I don't know protho pops. What's that? Pops. Pro oh, pops. Pro, pronto pops. You can't pops. eat a pronto pop uh, yet, you know, no, because no, of no. her throat. But, I know, uh, but but you're not going to make any of those right now. No, I'm not make those. I made some last night for a function, a neighborhood party, and we had a lot of fun. We ran out. It was a lot of fun. I, I want to tell people uh, I have two tickets left to. Uh, not Earth, Wind, and Fire. They're not coming. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I made that mistake the other day, but two tickets <laughs> to Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Uh, we're going to give them away on the show today, so keep listening uh, to uh, Mayor Thursday. We've got two tickets left to tonight's show with uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Wow. And uh, Mayor, I'd give them to you, but uh, you're not eligible. Uh, you're, uh, sorry. I love Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And for those of you that don't know who they are, and you're going, Who? call in that's you will that's love that group they, they're an old 70s group they were yeah almost yeah you can't call them a super group because they weren't all stars but they were they were very popular very in the early popular. 70s very in the popular early 70s yeah they surely were so i've got two tickets left i'm going to have craig handle the phones on that when we get to it uh, uh sometime during the show today but we do have seth on line one seth uh you're on with andy and with mayor kenny nielsen how are you today if you own a truck wagon, does your name have to be Chuck? <laughs> it could be Charles. Charles. Uh, oh, and this is the abbreviated slangized form of Charles. Is that right? I think you can be, Seth, you can be whoever you want. And I don't think you have to be Patty to be to have a Patty wagon either, right? <laughs> oh, uh, only if you're Irish, and I am Irish, and, and my name is Irish, so uh, there's a real proclivity for me to end up in a Patty wagon. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah, yeah, perhaps fitting. So I I really do have a serious question for the mayor. Believe it or not, that's all right. Okay, do you have your own water company? How do the people in Washington City get and consume and are supplied with your water? We we have our own water treatment plant, uh, Seth, but we are contracted with the. Washington County Water Conservancy District for our water, so that's how it works. But okay. we do have the ability, if we need to, to, to utilize our own system. Okay, but so the water, uh, so, water tank up on up on Coral Canyon Hill there, that, the water tank that that is owned by the city. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Feeds the Water Conservancy District pipes. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, and so you're getting it from Quail Creek? Yes, sir. Okay, and so we had the Water Conservancy people and, and the like explain to us uh, all about the water and the water supply, and you buy it from the Water Conservancy District, right? Yes. Okay, now... Um, <laughs> that, that, that didn't sound real definitive, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was in the county offices on another matter, and I visited with Dean Cox, and I asked him about primary water, and he said that he had thousands of pages of information and that he was studying the issue and that uh, uh, the Gardner family, the previous Allen Gardner with the county commission, is drilling at Pine Valley and out on the Arizona Strip for primary water. And I'm wondering what your opinion is of primary water for the use of Washington uh, City residents. I'm not so sure I understand that, Seth. Okay. From Arizona to Pine Valley to now Washington City on water? Well, um... Restate, if you will. Yeah, would you mind restating that? Okay, no problem. Uh, There is a concept. Uh, uh, We study in school, and and the the standard thing is the the hydrological cycle where it rains and it goes into the ground and it goes into the aquifer, and then we pump it up and we, uh, we catch it coming out of rivers, and it's stored in reservoirs, and we clean it and all. But there's another process, and the other process is the place where the water is actually created under extreme pressure and heat uh, about 4,500 feet down, which is way below where the standard wells in the county are. The, the well that I'm drinking out of is about three or 400 feet down. We're talking 4,500 plus the elevation, so it may be as much as 6,000 feet down. The water is supposedly where it's created. It's the gas and it's the steam in volcanoes that when they explode, it's water that's exploding them, and that water is crystal clear and clean and is near distilled quality. Now, countries, entire countries like Israel and Dubai and many of these other places that are surrounded in salt water have drilled down 6,000 feet and have found crystal clear warm water or even hot water that they can run uh, greenhouses with and, and as it cools down, use it as culinary water without treatment. Now, instead of building a pipeline for $2 billion to a dried-up lake, uh, it might seem better that Washington City have its own primary water wells and never be concerned about a loss of water again for the city and uh, future expansion unlimited without huge reservoirs and water treatment facilities. That's, you know, I don't know enough about it, Seth, and we'd have to get water experts in, but it seems as expensive to drill that far down as it would be to put a pipeline in. Wouldn't that be pretty expensive? 
Uh, not compared to two billion dollars, no. Uh, Six thousand foot wells or four thousand foot wells are doable. They do it every day in the oil business, and I think uh, the Russians have drilled down seven miles. So this is just sort of wow. kid stuff when you get right down to it in exploratory wells. But on the other hand, you get a product that is incredibly uh, usable and without limit. So you don't drain this because this is where supposedly, and you can go online line to uh, primarywater.org, and you can get the posters, you can get a scientific explanations, and they're doing this apparently all over the world. Well, I guess, so my, my next question would be, uh, if this is so viable, why haven't the experts, uh, you know, looked into it? I, I mean, is it? It's not possible to dismiss it, is it? I mean, because it sounds well, really the same crazy. thing. You know, it sounds like if a we great can get idea. dirty water down at 300 feet, uh, uh, why would anybody go down uh, uh, 6,000? And the answer is to get clean water and to get water that hasn't gone through the aquifer and is loaded with uh, total dissolved solids like we are drinking out of the tap currently. And so, um, since I don't. I, Hello? To interject, uh, I, I would hope that all of us would want to pursue all kinds of ways to pr- produce water, not only in Washington City, but Washington County. I think that, you know, sometimes when you drill, that, there's an unknown. Uh, Lake Powell is a known water source out there. I've gone out there several times, and there's always water. So, and I'm not making light or facetious. I just think that uh, we should I agree with you, Seth. I'm not going to disagree with anything you said, um, but I would leave that to folks that are really well, well, a lot more, a, a lot a, more uh, update on water issues than myself. Okay, well, so I'm here's, not here's what I'm, I'm trying to maybe lead you to, and that's the idea. If you sit on the Water Conservancy Board, and if you're concerned about, which I know you are, about the quality of the water in Washington City, that you look into this and maybe add your input to the county commissioners and to the uh, Water uh, Conservancy District so that instead of investing this, and again, it looks like we're going to roll ahead and this is a done deal. We're just waiting to spend $2 billion digging a pipeline that may be uh, completely needless if there's a better and quicker and simpler solution that that uh, uh, Washington City would have right at hand to uh, say, gee, we don't really need that water because we have our own. Seth, I think it's great that you've called and talked about this. I think that you're, you're you know, and getting Kenny's ear on this is good. I think the real ears, and if you can get Kenny to talk about this, but the real ears you need to get are, you know, Ron Thompson and Zach Renstrom. And, and because to me, if this is a viable option and it's considerably cheaper than the pipeline, then they either really missed the ball or there's some reason that we're not doing it. And, and so I'd, I'd be curious as to what that is. Yes, I, I talked to. I talked to the state people. They didn't know about it. I gave them um, um, information and posters showing and explaining it. I talked to Zach uh, Renstrom. He's interested in it, too. And so, But what I'm trying to do is just lay the groundwork for the mayors 
that uh, it, you know if they're if they have an input in this area, say, listen, we need to look at other alternatives except full steam ahead on the pipeline. Yeah. Right. Really noted, Thank, Seth. Thank you. Thank so you, much. Seth, for the call today. Appreciate that. That's you know it's, it's an interesting topic. Absolutely an interesting. And, and I, I kind of feel like. That has to have been considered already. And if it hasn't, you know, let's take a look at it. Um, definitely the needs are there. Yeah. You know, and, and that's yeah. been kind of the basis of what Zach Renstrom has been saying with water is the growth, like, like you said, 1,000 to 1,500 people a year yeah. in Washington City, and multiply that, add that, you know, St. George, and you've got Ivans, and you've got Santa Clara, and you've got Hurricane, yeah. and the growth is, continues to be tremendous. So the need is there for more water. We can't subsist for much longer on the amount of water that we have and that we get. Now, uh, again, if this is a viable option, I'd, I'd love for them to look into it, but I feel like that we're missing something, like why isn't a viable option, right. and, and, and hopefully – we can find that out. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go find it out. All right, caller, uh, let's, uh, let's go to line two. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor Nielsen from Washington City. How are you? Hey, Andy, Mayor, how are you? Hey, listen, um, I'm not even sure what the topic was. You got my my car a little bit late, but listening to this radio with the previous conversation. Uh, I do a fair amount of maintenance work around homes, around associations, etc. And on the water topic, I know that 60% of our water use is exterior. And this morning I visited three different condo complexes. One was in Washington. And I almost sink in the grass when I walk around. My ladder sinks into the ground because, and, and every one of them have told me, these guys have the water turned on twice a day, every day. It's absolutely asinine, if I might say. And I no, think that's a we good word save an enormous, yeah. enormous amount of water by educating our people and by enforcing some guidelines, and all you have to do is drive around because when there's a constant puddle in the in the rain gutter for for birds to bath in, you know there's a problem on that street. Um, the consumption is out of control, and we compare ourselves to Northern Utah. I hear them all the time when the water district's on. Compared to Northern Utah, we're well, no, don't compare to Northern Utah. You got to compare to Phoenix and Las Vegas, and we're twice the yeah. consumption rate of either one of those places. So, I, I just bring that up because the majority of our water is used outdoors. And I don't think we're doing ourselves any favor, favor other than using more and more and more water than we need to. And uh, in, in, my, in my view, personally, uh, the, the, the money makers of the, of, the, of the valley want this pipeline because there's more money to be made. And that's how I view it because of the growth and everything else that's coming and the potential money. Um, but but I, think, I think we really need to educate our people. We need to start finding associations whose grass – is growing moss because mm -hmm. they have, they're so wet. Mushrooms. And I've seen three of them this morning. So that, that's yeah. my comment. And, and education needs to go much, much further. Brian, I pre appreciate the call, and, and I agree with you. Now, Mayor, what can be done? I mean, do fines work? Do a, a public relations campaign work with something like that? Because, I, I, you know, the caller said, and I agree, I've been to places – they're, you know, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it's 106 degrees, and they got the sprinklers on. They the sprinkler on because it's on a timer. Yeah. So that's what they say. Well, it's on a timer. Well, okay. I, I get that. But it goes back to the old the old adage. Put your mic up a little bit. All right. There we go. That better? Okay. Yep. It goes back to the old adage, self-government without self-discipline doesn't work. Mm, that's a good old adage. but So uh, in these, these folks that are um, – Abusing it, if that's the right word, it clearly could not be. They might be at work 
and I don't even, not even, they don't even have a clue. They, they just look at their water bill and pay it every month. I would hope yeah, that they would look at their water bill, look at where their flow is and, their, their, and how much consumption they have. I think there's a lot that can be done, sir. And uh, maybe what you ought to do is place a call to the Conservancy District and let them know which subdivisions that, that was in. And maybe I, we I can help to, them out. I don't have time to do that because it's every subdivision I go in. Okay. Every, wow. every association, a condo, townhomes, every one of them. I literally, there, there's moss growing in, on, against the houses. So then, what's your suggestion? If, well, if you I'm don't take the time to that, report it, then... I, you you know, know, I mean, because we put so much emphasis on water, you would think that, mm-hmm. that somewhere in St. George and Washington, whatever, whatever, that they would look at the consumption per water bill, and, and each, water, each meter, even though it's association, should have an idea how many units are in there, and how much consumption should be expected. And when we are 20% over the expected allowance, then we do a review, and if necessary, we go in and, and monitor the players. I know, I know that takes the body to do that, but that's where someone's going to be held accountable, and then all of a sudden you start, maybe the rates need to be assigned to a household or meter and person per meter, you know, or how many people's on that meter. Ten, well, it should be no more than this amount of galleys. And when it's three times that, then all of a sudden, that meter is now paying a, a rate factor that's three times more. And, and I guarantee you, all you right. get all the people's attention with their wallet. Yeah, that, that's the best way to do it. We, I, I've, got to, I've got to grab the reins here for a second. We've got a weather uh, break right now. Thank you for the call yeah, today. Thank you very much for that call. Great topic, and I think a, a great point. And, and we all need to be more conscientious about the water we, we use. And I'm not saying that just a, you know, kind of these, these, these flowery uh, words. Honest uh, truth it, is we've got to be more careful. And, you know, I, have, I hear people criticize people with swimming pools. Well, you know what? Swimming pool water is nothing compared to the water wasted on lawns yeah. every single day yeah. in this community. So, all right, we're going we're to send it back to Craig in studio for the weather break. We'll be back with more. If you're on hold, please hang in there. We are going to give away the, those tickets to uh, to blood, sweat, and tears in a little while. But we also want your comments here with Mayor Kenny Nielsen on Mayor Thursday at Hash House of Go-Go. Live from the Hash House of Go-Go, here's Andy Griffin. Welcome back. I'm at Hash House of Go-Go with Mayor Ken Nielsen of Washington City. We've been talking water today. Yeah. And, and uh, the waste, thirsty. wasting of water here in Washington County, and hopefully people are aware. Mayor, you were saying something. Three times a week, ten minutes a day. Preferably what, first thing in the morning or later. First thing in the morning yeah. or after eight thirty or nine o'clock at night. Yeah, uh, um, if you're if you're watering during the heat of the day, a lot of it's going to evaporate. Yeah. You're wasting it. You're wasting and if you're money. watering in the thick of night, you end up uh, sometimes getting mold and see, things like right. that. Uh, so, really, first thing in the morning, late uh, late in the evening are the best times to water, and you just don't need to overwater. Right, you, you right. Know, you may think you do, but you don't. It's uh, it is. Um, that grass is hardy enough down here in southern Utah. Yeah. It, it, it absorbs the moisture that it needs. Let's go right to the phone lines. Call. I, hopefully everybody hung on during the break. Caller, you're on with Andy with Mayor Nielsen. How are you? you yes, you too. How are you doing this morning? Great. Hey, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Thanks, excellent. You know, talking about water management, I <laughs> to hold back from commenting on, on this quite when I call into the radios, but 
that's what my business is, is, is that, and uh, service for that. Anyway, basically with uh, irrigation water management, we kind of coach, I coach and teach my, my customers that it's depending on the season, how simp- to keep it simple, how frequently you water. In other words, once you get your baseline runtime minutes for each one of your stations around your yard, kind of in the middle of the window about how many minutes they need to run for a, for a watering, then very simply for seasonal timer adjustments is when it gets warmer, you have to water more frequently. And then as it cools off, to be sure to go out as the seasons okay. cool down and water less frequently. And, and that enables the customers not to have to so much go out and be tweaking each station runtime minutes, which gets more complicated. But just by simply doing that, they customers save abundant amounts of water, for sure. And I think the other gentleman was talking, I think he was kind of implying on HOAs, and uh, I really focus yeah. just on our residential customers around. But there are many HOAs, I've noticed, in our area that have landscape maintenance companies that are in charge of all of that, and I think they tend to maybe water a little more frequently and too much more than they need, probably because they get customers in the HOA that are like squeaky wheels that my grass is dry or whatnot. So my grass, I have one spot up. that's a little yellow, and uh, and you better hurry and yeah. water that. Not yeah. that my pet just went over there and did his business on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but overall, I remember Washington County, um, just within like the last year, saying how – We've used a lot less water in our area compared to other municipalities around the state per capita. So I, I really feel we're, you know, on the right track. And, you know, there's all kinds of smart irrigation timers out now that will connect with the weather stations that will adjust your sprinklers automatically. And, and now yeah, you so can control with your phone now, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's the blessing of an app. Of an app, you know, yeah. you can you can be in New phone. Mexico and you can uh, regulate your water in Washington, Utah. Yes, yes, and, and <laughs> Jeff was was he was he talking about the St. George pipeline a couple of callers ago that he was saying he was yeah, that what he was li- talking li- about not he was briefly talking about potential water underneath the ground a mile down a mile you know a lot of, a lot of feet down. To um, to uh, alleviate having to utilize or, or build the Lake Powell pipeline, we should right, utilize right. that. I just want to make a make a note. And Seth, I love him to death. Just a great, <laughs> I love him to death. It was a year or two ago. He called in, and it was in the middle of the summer, and he was he was kind of thumping his chest that he he had put an impact rainbird sprinkler on top of his house. And in the afternoons, he would turn that on to, to water the roof of his house to cool his uh-huh. house down, to reduce the electricity. So I got to kind of say, Seth, now look, if you really want to save water and be a good water manager, <laughs> you, might, you might stop watering your house, your roof. Uh, yeah, good a, call, man. Good call. Water, that's fine. Yes. All right. Anyway, thank you for calling today. You, Appreciate guys. it. Okay. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Let's take you one bet. more call before we go to, to a commercial break. Uh, Craig, if you want to <laughs> move it forward. And I want to give those tickets away here in a minute as well. So get your dialing fingers ready. But caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor Nielsen. How are you? Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. Hey, I think you could be the great Washington County 
leader go down in history if uh, you would do a couple of things. Let me explain what they would be. All right. All right. I've heard Ron Thompson say at least 50 times over the last 30 years that Washington County right now has enough water for the current population. True. Okay. So last year, everybody in this county got to pay more in property taxes to fund the Washington County Conservancy District. So this is this is not right. All the newcomers should be paying the Lake Powell pipeline cost. We have enough for us. We're here. We've paid our dues. And so impact fees across the board, building permits, everything, should be significantly raised in cost so that the newcomers are paying for the Lake Powell pipeline, not people that are here, senior citizens on fixed income. It's not right to be treated the way we are being treated by our leaders. So I want you to be the first mayor in Washington County to go out and raise your impact fees and build up a fund to get money together to take care of the water needs we have. Now, on another issue, the the wells. You can't just go drill a well anywhere you want. You have to get a permit right. from the state right. water engineer. Washington okay. City already has six or seven, I don't know how many, wells north of your city. Right. Yeah, and, you're right. And if somebody drilled a well over there south of Fredonia and hooked into that underground river that carries more water than the Virgin River normally, it's called... Uh, Thunder River and the Tapeach Creek, you can hike down the Bill Hall Trail and see it. A massive amount of water comes right out of a cliff about two miles north of the Colorado River. And if Fredonia drilled down and tapped into that water, you bet people all the way downstream are going to be screaming, you know, Los Angeles particularly. Yeah, yeah, so for sure. You, can't, you just can't uh, rely totally on underground water because you need a permit and every Every bit of water you draw up out of the ground is reducing water going somewhere else. Else, exactly right. Yeah, we have some aquifers. You know, in Washington, there's three springs. One of them I use for my backyard irrigation in my garden, which has been there forever. You know, but I see it on times it peaks and valleys. You know, as far as the as far as the quality, not the quality, but the quantity of the water. So, yeah, we do have that kind of stuff available. But you're you're right. There's a lot of hoops you jump through to try and find a, a well, and and if they even allow you to do it at that spot, and if there is that, what you say is down there by Fredonia, why would they? Why would Arizona want to give it to Utah? Yeah, right. Another question: right. Right. When when you drilled those wells, did you ever reduce the flow of Adair Spring when you were drilling those other wells north of the city? See, I'm on, I'm on Adair Spring right now, and uh, right now the I just watered, I think it was yesterday, it was pretty good. You know, I, two weeks ago it wasn't as good. Uh, so, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a hydrologist, so I don't know, I don't know that answer, I guess. Many years ago, the city was doing something up on the boulevard, and uh, all of a sudden that little well down at the southwest corner of the temple lot quit running. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that, that water where they cut it up it was there was disrupted somewhere, yeah. Temple well. was, Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good call. I think one of the one of those campaigns they had was we all live upstream from something, right? Right. And the more we use, the less downstream we'll have. All right. Thank you for the call today. Appreciate it. Good to talk okay. to you. Bye. Thank you. All right. Now, we're going to do it now, Mayor. You don't get the tickets. Uh, I don't get the on. tickets. But somebody's going to get the tickets for blood, sweat, and tears tonight at the Washington County Fairgrounds. Blood, sweat, and tears. Now, Craig, I'm going to ask you, if you will, to uh, field the calls as we go to commercial break here. 
uh, and maybe as I talk about Joe Shoney, Meg will take your call. I will, uh, again, if you'll call right now, 673-5890 is the phone number. Uh, two tickets to Blood, Sweat, and Tears, VIP tickets, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, tonight at the Washington County Fairgrounds. So go ahead and pick up your phone to call, 673-5890. Mayor, you can't call. He's over there calling, folks. <laughs> no, you can't win, Kenny. <laughs> I'm, I'm texting somebody. Oh, okay, I thought you were calling. No, I'm, I'm reading the number, and he's punching <laughs> in his phone. I'm like, oh, boy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, we want to thank Joe Shoney, local loan specialist, uh, with great reviews online. He averages 4.9 out of 5-star reviews online. Joe Shoney uh, really focuses on customer services. Isn't that what getting a loan is all about? Yeah, you need the money, but you need somebody that's going to communicate with you and help you. Phone number for Joe Shoney is 435-590-0063, or you can call or you can email Joe, joe.shoney at nafinc. Dot com. That's N-A-F-I-N-C, Joe.Shoney, S-C-H-O-N-E-Y, at N-A-F-I-N-C.com. We'll step aside for a commercial break here. Hopefully Craig will be able to communicate who our winner is of the two tickets to Blood, Sweat, and Tears tonight. And we'll be back with more with Mayor Ken Nielsen from Washington City right after this timeout. Live from the Hash House of Go-Go, here's Andy Griffith. Thank you. I'm with Mayor Ken Nielsen from Washington City, and it's been an interesting show. On these mayor shows, you never know what you're going to get. Someone Absolutely. wants to talk about potholes or street lights or, or water. Water, and today it's water. And uh, you know, uh, I know you, you're like you said, you're not a hydrologist, but right now Washington City is in good shape with water. We're in good shape with water. I think, especially can, after. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. All right. Yeah. Especially after a good, win- after uh, good, a good winter. After a really good winter. Actually, I think, if I'm not hallucinating, there's still a little bit of snow on this side of Pine Valley. You're looking at one little crevice. Really? Yeah. Well, I was up. I know I was up in Salt Lake uh, last week for a funeral. Not not a fun occasion. It wasn't a party. It was a funeral. But uh, there was still snow up in the mountains up yeah. there, too. Yeah, so. we were at Heber City. My wife had her uh, class reunion. I won't say which year. <laughs> but we had a lot of. And we are on the, in Heber City. You look on the backside of Nebo and and Tippinogas, and there's quite a bit of snow still. Your, your wife's, a, wife's from Heber. She, no, she's a Brighton Bengal. Oh, Brighton. Okay, they were the bad guys when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. And she was a pretty good gymnast, from what? Oh, see, we had yeah, we uh, we had. I went to West Jordan, uh, and the one sport we could beat everybody at was gymnastics. We won state like five years in a row, <laughs> and then they discontinued gymnastics. Yeah, the, made it private or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, my wife. Can I do one more shout-out? Sure. Okay. Washington City's Little League team won the state and went to San Bernardino for the regionals. And we were glad and that Washington City was represented real well, but they were eliminated on Tuesday. And I don't know if they're still down there watching, if they're on their way home. But I think they made it to Wednesday. Yeah, Did they, they make they, it to Wednesday? They, but maybe it was Tuesday. Maybe you're right. But, yeah, they lost to Northern California and then Southern California, California yeah. two significantly larger population bases. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, quite a bit. So congratulations. I know that's a lot of fun. And I think over the few decades that I can recall, I think Washington has been represented down there two or three times. So Yeah, and I, I mean, it's it's uh, it's cool to see these guys go and, first of all, beat the population base that is Salt Lake. Right. There's a lot of great a lot yeah. of people there, a lot of great players. Uh, baseball is strong here in Southern Utah. It is very strong, and uh, it's it's great to see our teams go back a year after year and, and compete at the West Regional. And occasionally, they win the West Regional, right. 
and uh, go to the you know to the to the big dance over there in Williamsport. Uh, but uh, yeah, this year not wasn't in the cards. I will say this about this Washington team: they were down. I think they were behind in. They won five games at the state tournament. They were Coming down behind in three or four of them. They right. were behind, and one of them they were behind fourteen to five and won that game seventeen to sixteen. Wow. So that's an incredible comeback. They, I think they had two or three walk-off victories where they – Right, know, their last one was they were like – it was 10 to 11, and he had a two-run walk-off. Yeah. So incredible stuff. So uh, congratulations again to Washington yeah. uh, Little League for uh, going – it wasn't, wasn't great at the, uh, at, the, at the national or the Western Regional, but before that, really a, a great effort. Right. Uh, let's see. Want to announce our winner of the uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears tickets? David Lee gets two VIP tickets to tonight's wow. performance. Wow. You're going to hear, got to go around in circles, spinning wheels. Spinning wheels, yeah. You make me so very you happy. You make me yeah. so very happy. I challenged Andy to sing that at the end of the show here. So we'll he did challenge me, but he also said we should <laughs> sing it, which means that if I'm going to sing it, he's going to sing it, too. Well, so, and now Mayor Pike's a singer. Are you a singer? I no, 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 not your thing. It's not my. I enjoy singing, but I don't enjoy singing in public. So shower, shower you're, time, you're shower singer. <laughs> Out on the golf course, you know, by myself. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'll speak, and I, I can speak in front of a crowd of ten thousand, not be nervous, but. You get me to sing in front of five people, and I'm a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I'm I'm hoping there's more than five people out there listening. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, in front of you, <laughs> just singing in front of you, I'd be kind of nervous. But uh, anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening today. We still got a couple of minutes left. Uh, any issues, uh, uh, Mayor, uh, with Washington City that you are of particular concern? I know there's been a lot of controversy about Main Street and the and Exit 11 or whatever we're, we're calling Milepost 11 Exit. Uh, that. That is going forward, and uh, you know you're trying to be as sensitive as you can to the to the to the needs of the people that live there. But you also have to have a responsibility to your city and, and the traffic flow. Yeah, we do, and we we face that constantly. You know, we are in the process of widening Merrill Road. You know, down, Merrill Road, which Merrill. is down there by uh, the Lens. Oh, okay. Where that stoplight is, yeah, go yeah, east. Yeah. We're widening that. We're going connecting right, to right, Washington okay. Fields Road. To, you know, have some more connectivity. Just a reminder, you know, school will be back in session next week. Next month. And, yeah. um, you know, the new Crimson High School that is in Kitchen City will be firing up, you know. So be careful with your tri- with uh, when you get there and when you drive there because it's going to be brand new and they're going to look at the traffic patterns and see I where people go, come and go. And we yeah. have a new intermediate school that – we're working with uh, striping crosswalks for them. So parents and children that drive, just be very careful and be, be aware of what's going on out there. And, and, you know, for the first few weeks, it's probably going to be a little bit of give and take to see how, how the traffic flows. A little bit of log jam is what. Right. I, I, was, I was told, correct me if I'm wrong, Crimson Cliffs, both the high school and the middle school, are no bus schools, which means everyone's either driving right. or walking to them because they're exactly. all close enough to the school, which right. which will create some traffic problems create, until we get them all sorted I out. I remember last year at the middle school we had an issue and we were able to resolve it really quick. Oh, and good. So uh, we hope that we don't have major issues, but it will probably be something we'll need to work out between both cities and our streets. So just be aware. We, we would appreciate you all being aware, especially parents and those, again, those uh, that will be driving to school. 
And a common misconception uh, is that Washington has had a high school all these years. Pineview is technically in St. George city right. limits, so this will be the first high school in Washington Within city. Within our boundaries, this is our first high school. Crimson Cliffs Mustangs. Mustangs. Wow. Real quick promo. We have our football media day on Monday. That's on ESPN Radio, our sister station. Devin Dixon, Andy Thompson, Mike right. McGarry, and I will all be there. We'll talk with all now eight teams in region. Isn't that nine. amazing? You have two in Cedar Canyon View and Cedar. Then you've got Hurricane. <laughs> you've got Crimson Cliffs now in Washington. And then, of course, Dixie, Snow Canyon, Pine View, and Desert Hills in Hill. St. George wow. City. My group, there was just Dixie. Just Dixie. Just Dixie and just Cedar and one hurricane. Yeah. yeah wow. Now look at it. Gotten crazy. Well, Mayor, thank you again for coming thank on. Thank you, today. Andy. Really, it's always fun to be here with you. Yeah, really enjoyed being with you. He had his choice of anything on the menu today, and he ordered a bowl of oatmeal, folks. That's with it. wheat toast. That's a humble mayor. Well, but yeah. Wheat toast and fruit. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, thanks again to Hash House of Dogo. David Lee, our winner of the Blood, Sweat, and Tears tickets. Tomorrow I'll be giving away a whole bunch of tickets to go see Thomas Gabriel in concert at San Hollow at the new uh, new Rock Bowl there. Uh, so stay uh, tune in tomorrow. Thanks for listening. This has been the Andy Griffin Show.